we're the worst millennials. <laughs> that was a terrible millennials. Yeah, we're trash millennials. Okay, boomer. We're bo- fuck right off. <laughs> that's like people my favorite like, thing that's ever people happened. Like, oh, that's ages. Like, fucking get over it. And that that you know what you say to when somebody says that that's ages? Figure it out. You say okay, boomer, and it's yeah. just perpetuate that. That it's shit too has funny. howling. The okay boomer. <laughs> just like it's just so perfect. I'm waiting for a moment to be able to say that in real life and then assuming the person is actually a boomer for it just to go way the fuck over their head. Yeah, be like, what the fuck are you talking <laughs> it's like, about? I don't get what you're saying. Silly bitch. Because it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like fair to assume that anybody who responds, like who responds negatively to that is somebody from that generation that spends way too much time, like invested into social media. Yeah. Like they're so, trying to reach outside of their generation for things like that. My mom for the longest time did not want to get a smartphone. I'm like, mom, I'm telling you, you can do email on it. Like she would, she still to this day sets alarms on her phone to do shit. I'm like, mom, you have a fucking calendar, like set a calendar, like just plan your life out. And if something needs to happen, you can make sure that it reminds you that it's happening. Yeah. She's worse than me on her phone. She's, she loves, uh, uh, what's it called? Words with friends. (laughs) She loves those games. Well, like, my grandfather has a Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like the craziest thing in the entire world. Like, he's my grandfather. I'm just like, well, you, you, I, well, you, what? I don't understand. Like, he's like hacked up on Twitter. He like follows a bunch of people and like gets like news from Twitter and shit. And I'm like, what is, what is, what is my life? What you're, is going on? You're 70 years old. It's the new Facebook. It really is. Like, my mom has a Twitter. My mom has an Instagram. My pap has everything. My mom doesn't have a Facebook because she has a Twitter. And it's like, what is this? Yeah, that's funny. My mom's on Facebook, but not on anything else. My, Facebook is the only thing my mom is not on, which See, is like out of this world. Because that's like a, that's 100% a millennial thing to do. Just be like, Facebook's for the old people. So we, we're just going to tell that thing to fuck off. And we're just doing Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. That is exactly my mother. I never use it. Mm-hmm. I get Snapchats like because I hate Snapchat. The concept of it just bugs me. Yeah. Because, like, I don't need to see, like, what you're looking at or, like, your dumb face every time you want to send me a message with text. You know, there's a new app for that. It's called fucking messages. Yeah, it's brand new. Brand new thing. It just came out. And if you send me a text and, like, people who even just communicate with the text feature on Snapchat, why? There is something that is in place that is already better than that. Yeah. And it has existed forever. Millennials, explain yourselves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking dum-dums. (laughs) Yeah. And we get the OK Boomer response. <laughs> Are we baby boomers? Is that just what it boils down to? Do we just I not get it? I think it happened. <laughs> or old. What is up, you three three elks? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. Joining you is your host, a three three elk, Tyler. And joining me, as always, is another three three elk, Matt. Matt, what is going on, dude? Just feeling like a like a three three elk. Yeah. Everything in my life that I have loved ever is now a three three elk. My magic cards, my my family, everything. It's just been turned into a three three elk. This is the world we live in now. Got a new car, three three elk. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that new car. Yeah, that new car that you just got, three three elk. Are you thinking about renting a house? No, nope. you're, you're running, running a three three elk. Yeah. yeah. So those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you made it. Yeah. (laughs) Anyone who's been paying attention to magic at all in the last several weeks, you understand that everything is just a fucking elk. I told myself that I was not going to like really lean hard into the three three elk jokes, but it's just like that's the life we live in. 
It's there's there's no two ways around it. Yeah, you kind of fucking have to at this point. Yeah. Well, I free I was I was actually playing Arena and I was playing games for the second round of the Content Creator Community Cup and like my deck isn't bad, but I also don't have the resources to really lean hard into it with the mana base. So I have like I have good cards but the mana base is garbage. It's all like guild gates and shit. Yeah. So it's a playable deck with like an unplayable mana base, which is fine. Um unless you get 3/3 three, three, or unless you get uh th- turn 3 Oko'd. Uh if that's the case, you get banned. Yeah, unless you answer it immediately, which isn't the easiest thing to do. No. Well, even I actually I don't th- we haven't talked about this because I didn't really talk to you about it today. Um but I actually got to play Magic the Gathering like in paper yesterday. Oh yeah, where'd you get to play at? I drafted with Homeless Fabio and Z and all of the Evansburg folks. That's right. You moved back there now, so you're yes. like there. Yeah, I am homeless. And by homeless, I mean I'm back in my hometown um, for the time being. So I get to hang out with people that uh, also live in this region. Yeah, so they they like do limited every single Wednesday. They either like yeah. draft or do something of that sort. Um, yeah, I got the call and I'm like, hey, we're having a draft. Come over. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, let's do this. And I showed up and like n- only Kevin knew I was coming and everybody else was just like, oh, he lives in Pittsburgh. He's like two hours away. He's never going to be here. Uh, and I show up. And everybody's like, what the what? What are you doing here? I did that a time or two when I lived in Pittsburgh. I drove back. To yeah, you just like pop in out of nowhere and everybody's just like astounded. Like they thought that you died. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, it was like I was at my own wake and then just like got out of the coffin. I was just like, here, look, look at me. I'm here. That's I was like, oh, shit. To, to thought he was dead. It. Turns out, not dead. Not dead. And like 50% of the people in the room, this is the first time they've seen my tooth. So like that was a whole topic of discussion, even though it's been like that for like six months now at this point. You were born without that tooth, I'm pretty sure. Um, I actually was born without this yes. tooth. Yes, I was hoping you'd be like, no, I fucking because had it. Because of fake tooth. But then I did have the fake tooth for a while. And then the fake tooth. So that's, and that's where we're at right now. Waiting on another fake tooth because uh, things, oral surgery. I ain't a doctor, so I'm not going to try to explain that. I'll put a tooth in for you right now if you want me to. Oh, yeah? Were you an oral surgeon? I can be. Um, I don't think that's actually how it works. Whatever. Friggin' nerd. <laughs> what are you, a doctor? <laughs> I can try. I love it. Um, No, I actually got to play Magic the Gathering. We drafted Thrones of Eldraine. How'd that go? Um, It went well for me. Um, I ended up going 2-0-1. Oh, um, I should have been... Probably three and zero, oh, but um, the games took forever. Well, two of my games took forever. I th- yeah, two of my rounds went to time. The first round, I in game three, I won on my turn five or on turn five in turns. Yeah, that grind. Yeah. Well, my opponent was at eleven. Um, I pretty much had every single land in my deck on on the battlefield, and I had the five five uh, prophet or the with the the prophecy thing, the artifact creature. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a 5-5 five, five artifact creature, um, mm. and it's pretty good. It's like 6-mana 5-5 five, five, vanilla. Or no, it's not vanilla. When it enters the battlefield, it's Cries 2. Um, pretty good. And then I had the 4-5 uh, for 6 that when it enters the battlefield, if you control an artifact or enchant it, you bounce something. I already had those on the battlefield. Um, my opponent was at 11, and he had a blocker. I and I can only assume that they were just like, oh, well, we're just playing to like not lose at this point. So they kept their blocker back and just assumed that it was going to be a draw. And I had uh, Charm Sleep in my hand, but even tapping it down, I couldn't attack them for lethal. 
Um, and off the top of my library, I drew the three mana card that says target player draw, uh, draws two cards and loses two life. All spicy. Yeah. So I charm sleep their guy, tap it down, attack you for nine, bolt you for two. Or shock you, you draw two cards, and I thought I was like, oh, oh. Knights whisper them. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it, that was, I was like, wow, wow. Good old, and our buddy Gets was watching whisper. That. And our buddy Gets was watching, and I'm just like, just like, I don't know what's in my deck that I could possibly draw right now. And drew it off the top and was like, oh, that's a thing. And Gets just like put his hand on his fucking head and just like just started shaking on his head he's like there's no way you just did that like, huh i did do that that's something that i definitely 100 percent did it happened deal with it yeah so got that round one uh round two i played against uh homeless fabio kevin alumni of the show um and he was playing like red white aggro but i'm playing like blue black control and i'd like castle vantress and the murderous rider and like two reeve souls like my deck was very good sounds like it yeah, my deck was very, very good. I had two charm sleeps. Yeah, there was like zero way that I lost, like unless I went to turns. Um, so we were playing. Kevin took game one, I believe. No, I took game one because Castle Vantress is just a disgusting card. Um, yeah, turns out. He, yeah, he took game two, two for... because I was just like like stabilizing the board, but I was at seven life, and then like out of nowhere, uh, he plays the rare that deals seven to tar to any number of targets. Or you have seven damage, deal seven damage amongst any number of targets. Um, and he chose one target, and it was my head. It's a good target. Yeah, pretty good. So he just he just a lot of ask, axed me. And I'm like, oh, got to play around that. Um, and then game three, uh, Castle Mantris just, like, card advantaged him just, like, into oblivion. But those were fun games. And then uh, in the final round, I played against Z. And he was playing Mono White. Mono White in a draft. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, this draft format really can facilitate Mono White because there's a million artifact creatures. And there's a lot of cards that if you can't get the addendum, like the like the pay three of the color, particular color, it gets some kind of benefit. Yeah, a lot bonus. of them are like unplayable if you don't and, use the addendum. Uh, so literally just solid draft addendum yeah. cards and then pick a color when whenever you want. Yeah, if you just get like great white cards, um, you could just keep that train rolling. Um, and he did. His deck was really, really good. I won game one because uh, I just like kept playing my creatures and I had a forever young. So like I'd play my creatures and then just block aggressively and then had like a graveyard of like five creatures. Um, and I was like staring down like one of my creatures and like two of his creatures. And I'd hand up like forever young and removal spells. And I was like, well, I have infinite mana at this point. So forever young put five creatures on the top of my library uh, and then just start picking off your creatures and playing mine and then just like got in there. So that was fun. Um, game two, he absolutely browned me because he just went the curve of uh, one drop, two drop, two drop, four drop. And I was dead. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a very aggressive set. So no, when you, can you can be aggressive, yeah, you're going to yeah, get under people. Can get people. Yeah. And then, so he, he browned me in that game. It took like maybe two seconds, but our first game took forever. So our next game, uh, we kind of hurried it on, but then we went into turns and like we're back and forth. And I had him at like three or something like that after my like initial attack, after my final attack step. Um, and given one more turn, turn I could have gotten there. But because like when I attacked, he had to throw like a lot of shit under the bus just to stay alive and not die. But unfortunately, I was turn four and he was turn five. So if I had one more turn, I would add it. But eh, 
That's how this set works a lot of the time. And neither of us were playing like particularly slow because we played the format before. So we were like, we knew what we wanted to do and we knew like how to kind of manipulate the board in a way that we wanted to. So it just, it was just a matter of this format is so grindy because we're eating, like everybody's eating food and gaining three life. And like, there's just a lot of creatures and it's like, it's awkward. Yeah. I've noticed that the, uh, if you can get like any semblance of the mill deck, you're pretty good because they and, just unless you're playing against like the super aggressive deck, but like the the mill four o four is yo yeah Merfolk seems really secret, good secret keep yes that thing yeah that card's really good I that wanted common. to get that I, like I wanted that um but I only saw one in the entire draft was it eight people drafting it was actually nine, nine. nine that's people. weird I wonder how many were actually in the pod. Not very many other people were on blue. Like I had a lot. I think there was one other person and the nine person pod that was like also blue. Because if I really wanted to with my bolt, I could have been mono blue. I could have sworn blue. Isn't blue like the best color in that set? Um, it's probably tied for like black and blue. It's probably a three way tie between black, blue. Weird. I could see an argument for all three of those colors. It's definitely not red and it's definitely not white. (laughs) That's for damn sure. Yeah, I knew. I didn't think that it was going to be. Like aggressive decks were going to be good in the format because of food gaining three life just seems That's exactly right. Oh, you mean like that entire attack step that I did? Just like you took away half of it? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's... Cool for two mana. Cool, 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 cool. cool. It seems yeah, more about good. card advantage and keeping a threat around. Yeah, that's almost exactly what it's like. I agree with that. And I haven't played it yet, just from like seeing the cards and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I've actually I played this format a bunch. Like online, and I've done a couple different things, and it was a good time. Like I, I was immediately when I started playing this format, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be stupid." And then I played it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is stupid. I don't like this format at all." And then I played it through that, like hating it, and now I'm back. I'm back on the train. I'm like, "Yes, I love it. This set is actually super- looks fun. It's just like really decision oriented, and I think now that you like now that people know what's kind of going on, that games aren't as slow." Yeah, like how to deal with certain situations and cards and what to look out for. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's definitely a huge plus for the format. I mean, I like I like Outrain. Not bad. Not the best format we've had in the past, I don't know, two years, but certainly not the worst. I'm looking at you, War of the Spark. I was about to say that's your favorite one, isn't it? Fucking hate War of the Spark, man. God damn it, I hated that format so bad. It was just who had more Planeswalkers was the... God, I just hate Planeswalkers. Speaking of Planeswalkers... What do you know about Oko? Uh, turns out it's okay. Oko. Get it? He's Broco. No, it's he's Broco. Oko is Broco. He broke. Yeah, he's so good. Super good. <laughs> yeah, Oko turns out uh, quite a powerful card. A, a multiple format all-star. He was in the winning list of what? The, the vintage, legacy, and modern championship decks at, during Eternal Weekend, which blows my mind. And uh, if that wasn't enough... He decided to make his rounds at uh, Mythic Championship 5, which I think people are affectionately referring it to as uh, Mythic Championship Oko. Oko's day in the fucking sun, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might have been his final day in the sun, too, because, oh boy, with these numbers, it's it's going to be hard to make a case not for this card to be banned next Monday, because that is our next ban and restricted announcement. You Um, think he's going to get the X? I really do. I mean, he almost has to. Okay, here's the thing. The numbers don't lie. Like, Oko was 69% of the day one meta, and then 71% of the day two meta, and he was in 
six out of the top eight decks. Like, a full four of was in six out of the top eight decks. Stupid. Yeah. Like, how? How is that? What? Like, what? Um, unbelievable. Yeah, so, yeah, what is it? 60, did I say 69% turned into 71% turned into 75%. That's gross. It's ridiculous. Like, That's yeah, so I mean, dumb. What? How? What? <laughs> like, how does, how does the card get to be? Well, I, I understand how the card gets to be this good because it's, it's Oko. And if you just read the card, it's probably the most... It's the biggest mistake, I think, in recent history that I could think of. It might, it's probably even a bigger mistake than energy. That's a bold claim. I genuinely think it is. Because at least energy, you can make the excuse that, oh, it's a new mechanic and they're just trying new things and they didn't know how good it was going to be because it's new. This, there's like nothing new on this card except for a food token, which we've already experienced something that's like a similar to a food token that wasn't broken. In any capacity. And this is just a worse version of that thing that is like this. It's a clue token, which is a, a, just a better food token. If we're going to be 100% honest. But it wasn't nearly... No, but it wasn't busted. That's good, yeah. So there's no way that a, a clue token that instead of drawing a card gains you three life could ever be even close to considered busted. So like we had the, the concept of everything that this card does prior to this. And they just decided, oh yeah, we're just going to do this. Um... I, I genuinely think the more and more that I look at this and like watch interactions with this card and kind of just get to just see it in action, I, I really do think that this might have just been a printing error where it, pro it just was a minus one for its second ability. And they're like, shit. Like, I think somebody just accidentally, instead of like when they were writing it down, instead of putting a minus, they just accidentally put a plus and they were just like, ah, fuck it, roll with it. Yeah, they've done that several times. Because think of how balanced this card would be, and I think actually how still very, very playable, but not unbeatable this card would be if it was like a minus one. That'd be much better. Well, it would be worse, but better for the card, I think. Yeah, I think the card might actually be able to stay around if that was the case. Because like more then fair, you, I guess, is the way to put it. You wouldn't really be able to put it down, minus it on something, and then also have it live. Unless you played like a, a something on turn one or turn two, but nine times out of ten, if you're gonna make them a turn, if you're gonna make your opponent three on turn three, you're and you want to keep around your Oko, you're gonna have to throw something away in that process. Yeah, not just free value. Yes, like Oko is just winning people games that they just have no no zero percent. Yeah, no, absolutely no place winning those games. And Oko's just like here, me and my six pack, me and my six pack abs are gonna show you the way. Let me well, show you the victory. The problem is it's an answer and a threat and a win condition. It's literally everything you could possibly ever want it to be. It's got infinite mana. It's cheap. It does all the things. It's stupid. Fuck this. Tell me how you really feel. That's exactly how I feel. I've I've had it with Oko. So I declare on Monday I'm going to ban this card. Oh, you're just banning it? Yeah, I'm going to have... I'm, well, I'm going to call Wizards on Monday because every time they have a ban and restrict announcement, they call me up. They're like, hey... What do you think? What should we do? And I'm going to be like, listen, idiots, you've obviously blew it in the first place by doing this whole Oko thing. Fix that mistake and also ban something else. And I think that I do think that they're going to ban something else besides Oko. Yeah, it's too new, I feel like. I think, I mean, no, I think they're going to ban Oko, but I also think they're banning, I think they're going to ban uh, Nissa. Nissa, who oh, you think in, a, in addition to Oko? In addition to Oko, I think they're also going to ban Nissa, who shakes the world. Hmm. I have a feeling that they're not going to ban Oko. Oh, they're definitely banning Oko. There's no way they're not doing 
it's just like too much at this point. You know, it'd be great. This would be a historically great moment for Magic the Gathering if they just said, you know what? Mm, Oko ban in all formats. Well, they wouldn't ban it. Restricted and... in vintage, whatever. Yeah. I, kn- I knew you were going to be a cunt to say that. <laughs> I knew it. But Oko ban in all formats would be a historically great moment for Magic. It would be the first time that ever happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, that would be a actual first in a year that we have had a bunch of fucking firsts. But that would be the icing on the cake as far as first time things that have happened in Magic in the year of 2019. Yeah, if they just say peace, fucking get on with it. We're gonna have to do a year in the year in review episode where we go back and we look at all the things that happened in 2019 in Magic and pick out our favorite and least favorite and most interesting things. That'll be super fun. But and my my favorite moment is going to be when they say Ban Oko in all formats. It ain't gonna happen, Sunshine. I would. I mean, listen. When they call me, that's gonna be my suggestion. I'm gonna be like, listen, guys. All you, it was just the coast. I know you think you're doing a good job, but really. You're fucking You're up. fucking up. You're blowing it. So figure it out. Ban this Oko card and also ban this Nissa card. Uh, Nissa out of standard, sure. No, but ban Oko, every single format possible. Commander, fucking ban it. It's out. Popper, can't even play it in that format. Ban it anyway. Is that deck ridiculously good in the, uh, the Oathbreaker format? I'm assuming. I don't pay attention to the Oathbreaker meta. Neither do I, but... I'm curious if you just always have access to Oko, like constantly. Oh, that does seem particularly powerful. Yeah, that seems like it would be really good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I like thinking, like think about it. It's like, well, shit. Yeah, that's okay. Oko banned an Oathbreaker as well. Let me just let me throw that one onto the list. Yeah, just fucking. Tw- when I say every format, I mean every format. God damn it. Fucking dog pilot. <laughs> just erase Oko from everyone's memory. They're just like Men in Black style. Get those little pen things out and just zap our brains. Say this was never a card. Yeah. You imagined everything that this was. But yeah. So, I mean, Oko Monday is going to be gone from standard. So uh, if you if you want to get it for any other format, that'll be the time to do it. Yeah. When it inevitably drops in price. Yeah. I mean, Matt, do you have any idea where you could buy Okos after they're banned out of standard on Monday? Nope. Don't have a clue. You have no clue? Oh my god, well let me tell you about FlipSideGaming.com. They are your best source, Matt, did you know this? They are your best source for Magic, singles, sealed product, and supplies. And if you if you go to that lovely that lovely website... Hold on, wait. Is there by chance a code you could use? Oh my god, it's like you almost <laughs> knew that this was coming. <laughs> yes, Matt, there is. If you would go to that website and you put four Okos in your, in your shopping cart... And you hit the little checkout button right when you're at checkout, there's this little spot and you can type in, in that spot fetch, and it will give you 10% off those four Ocos that you're about to buy. Uh, So, so when they're banned in standard, buy them and then eventually they'll be banned in other formats. And then you can feel bad about that. Cause I honestly do feel like that card's too powerful for like just about every form. Yeah. It's pretty close. Um, especially like standard, even fucking modern. It's just crushing. Well, I mean, there's a, that lovely middle ground that we're experiencing right now in Oathbreaker, and green cards are just getting banned out of that format left and right. Yeah, um, they needed to. Yeah, so in Oathbreaker, they banned super diverse. They banned they banned Cryptic Command. Oh, and Oathbreaker, I I thought you or not Oathbreaker, uh, Pioneer. Uh, Pioneer, Pioneer. That's what. Yeah, yeah. I, you had me on Oathbreaker before, so I got stuck in my head. But yeah, in in Pioneer, they banned Cryptic Command just straight out of the format. I think you're you mean. Uh... One mana cryptic command. 
Oh yeah, I think they renamed they named it Vale of Summer, but it really is essentially just one mana cryptic command, right? Pretty fucking close to it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really counter target like black spell and draw card. It seems like a lot spell. of the time. Counter target Thoughtseize and um I can now combo. Yes. Unimpeded. Yeah, it's like counter target counter target counter spell. It's like the best spell pierce of all time. Or the best like counter to a removal spell ever. And you draw a card. That's fine. It's just it's fine. Just beats tendrils of agony and grape shot. Oh, that's really funny. That's a cool part of it. But no, it got banned in you're talking about cards in older formats. It got banned in Pioneer. It's still legal in the formats that those cards are legal. Yes. No, it got banned in Pioneer, the home of zero storm decks. Actual zero. Yes. Like, that is how powerful this card is. It was so warping that just green cards are just too powerful. Which is ironic. There's never really... That's never been a thing where it's like, oh, green's too powerful of a color. Yeah, but apparently this time around it is. Apparently. So, Matt... I have a question for you. What up? Now that we have experienced two consecutive weeks of bannings with the Pioneer thing, how do you feel about, like, the weekly banning thing as opposed to, like, the every so many months banning? I think initially it's kind of necessary to fill out the format. Um, but I okay. think once, like, a couple couple of these bannings go by, it'll kind of, I don't want to call, say, stat, like, become stagnant, but it'll be, it'll like, stabilize. a more balanced that? Is that a better yeah. word? Yeah, it'll become a more stable format where it's you can actually then go ahead and buy buy into the format. Sure. So at some point, like you said, like they're going to have to eventually stop banning cards because they're not going to have anything else to ban. But the like week one, so they banned like the, the ley line of abundance. Um, they banned Felidar Guardian and they banned Oath of Nith. Yes. Like, two of those cards are green. So uh, three out of the then... four real actual cards that are banned are all are green cards. Yes. Felidar Guardian. It's a white card, but it's a blue-red card, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, Felidar Guardian it seems a lot more like a blue card than a white card. Yeah, because the only fucking deck that plays Felidar Guardian was the copycat deck. Yeah, Sahili. Just mono Sahilis. Which I had a feeling that was going to get banned. I because think it's it, just like level one, just power level. That is one of the most powerful decks in the format. Because you can just kill people, turn four. It's the Splinter Twin effect. Yeah, exactly. It's just like that is by far the best turn, the best just combo, just flat out combo in the form. But just I like it's so wild to me that in Pioneer, like green is the is the color that is just ruining everybody. It's just running rampant, causing all the problems. It's green. I am surprised that Once Upon a Time made it. Um, I don't know. People are using Once Upon a Time in a way that's actually valuable. Degenerate. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of things in, in Pioneer that I think people could be using to really screw things up, but they're not doing it. It's just it's not happening. Because either there's just... not enough enabling mechanics in the thing, in the format, to get really the, the ball rolling, or just, like, it's just on its surface just not powerful enough. See, I already built a Pioneer deck, and I'm not playing green at all. I'm not playing red. We have been talking about this deck for a while, too. I'll be not on air, but off air, we have been talking about it. What Pioneer deck are you messing around with? I'm playing blue-white control, and uh, my main win condition is Fae of Wishes uh, for stuff in my sideboard, and uh, Elixir of Immortality in the main board. That's I my. Love that. It's when I don't play combo, I like playing super dirtily decks where I win at my leisure. Yeah, you're just a zero. You at at heart are a slow turd. 
and you just want to play slow turn decks. Or decks with I win button. Yes. And like the blue-white control archetype is already something that is, I mean, existent in the Pioneer meta. But I don't think I've seen once in all of like the looking at the top eights and all the things. I don't think I've seen once a Fae of Wishes. (laughs) Surprisingly, no. The format's really fast right now. And control decks get really good when the meta settles. Yes. And like when you can plan ahead for what you're planning on facing. So yeah, I'm just literally... I went the hardcore route, which um, counter spells, removal, life gain. And if you were dumping your hand, chances are that I'm going to beat you. Unless you get way under me and I have a shitty draw. Yeah. I mean, I can see like you losing to like the mono red aggro deck. Yes. Even then, um, once they dump their hand, I get a sweeper or just start picking away their threats and then gaining life. Yeah, it's, I mean, I think the big thing is this format does not not have the removal spells that other formats have. So, like, your game against any kind of, like, hyper-aggressive deck gets significantly different. Yes. Now, the one couple things help. Um, I just recently remembered that Fae of Wishes is actually a creature. Yeah, turns out Fae of Wishes is a 1-4, which I yes, love. with flying for two mana. Got to love that. So there's that. There's not really one mana removal, which is kind of an issue. Unless but... you're playing black. Yeah, there's nothing. Or yeah. I guess there is like the red like shock, but like... Ugh, yeah, I'm not playing red. So. Yeah, my main game plan is just to stall so I can find a sweeper. And then I have some stuff to deal with. Uh, planeswalkers and stuff like that. And then I can go in the board and get Approach of the Second Sun or the White Planeswalker. Elspeth. Talking about Elspeth. Yeah, six mana Elspeth. Oh, I love me some six mana Elspeth. Shout out to Theros block. Yeah, just start pumping out some soldier tokens. Oh, I do love me. And honestly, even against like the mono green deck, like just playing Elspeth, blowing up everything for a greater will probably get you another bunch of turns. Like if you need to do that. Well, I have counter spells for those decks. But I'm saying in a pinch. If like you are you have used all your resources and they just started vomiting out like like two four fours or like a four four and a five five and you only have Fae of Wishes in your hand, like that is an option that you have that you can just use Elspeth as a wrath. And I think that that is really relevant. Oh, you're not wrong. That's what I'm contemplating. I have currently four Supreme Verdicts. Um thinking of putting one uh settle the wreckage. Settle, yeah. So yeah, a just sweepers. Yeah, pretty much. So just sweepers, counter spells, stall until I decide to win. I love that. That's a, I mean, that's a solid start. Playing some sensors to get people with the, the terrible days. Yeah, just get them with the... Well, what's the... Is it uh, not misdirection? I don't know what you're referring to. There's a two-mana card that's like that. Or there's a one-mana card that's like that. That's a misdirection? No, that's days, but for actual one blue mana. Force spike. There you go, four spike. I don't know why I thought misdirection. Or you yeah, could just man. like randomly, yeah, just randomly like four spike manatize somebody, and like that's like the best feeling on the planet. Yeah, and it cycles, which is nice. So, and on the draw, it usually comes out for other stuff. Yeah, I, that's just like a just relatively flexible card that I think is just a fine thing to have. I, I mean, I can see that deck being solid. I mean, three mana to fairy is nuts. Uh, you have five mana to fairy, who's also very, very good. Uh, you have access to Narset, you have access to Elspeth, like all of the Planeswalkers. And I think that's the reoccurring trend and that's going to be in this format is that it almost, I think it's the reoccurring trend that's going to be in Magic for the rest of forever. Uh, planeswalkers are too good. Planeswalkers are busted. Yeah, they 
They good. Yeah, there's a, there's a very real uh, chance that Planeswalkers in Magic the Gathering might have just been a mistake altogether. I did see some people saying, like, what if they had summoning sickness? Are they better with summoning sickness? Better for the game, not better, obviously. You mean more, like, more balanced? Are they more yeah. balanced with summoning sickness? Um, probably, honestly. Like, if you gave every one of them, like, an, like one additional toughness but made them summoning sick, or one additional... Uh, uh, loyalty. Loyalty, yeah, thank you. One additional loyalty and made them summoning sick, I think that that would be fine. But then there's some that have, like, haste where you could just use them instant. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Like, give Planeswalkers hate. That's actually a neat idea. I like that a lot. I think some really good Planeswalkers just get worse if that's the case. Well, I think all Planeswalkers just get worse if that's the case, but... Oh, yeah, they, but I mean, like, some of the... Like, Jace, the Mind Sculptor, becomes way worse. Oh, boy. That card, yeah, that that's, like, the probably the best, best Planeswalker I've ever printed. Um, not probably, it is. Uh, okay, dude. We literally just talked about him. Come on now. No, I, I was... <laughs> If you're going to give me a turn three Oko or a turn four Jace with an open board, I'm taking Jace. Yeah, and then I'm just going to make three threes and attack your Jace. <laughs> I'll brainstorm twice before you get to do that. I'm fine with that. No, dude, Oko comes down before that. You get to brainstorm once and I attack you with a three three. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to strike you. Do you want to be strick? Do you want to be striked? Kind of. <laughs> In the Oko versus Jace mirror, <laughs> just straight up. Yeah, I I am probably taking. Yeah, you you kind of have to. I'm not what? taking anything away from Oko. He's ridiculous. I mean, Oko is is in the top five, which is out of this world. That a planeswalker in a standard set is in the top five planeswalkers of all time. But also the fact that we're having this conversation about this means just, they're just like, I think planeswalkers are just too good. Yeah. Because I mean, in or general, at least they're, they're pushing ridiculous. planeswalkers too far. Yeah, trying to do too much. Yeah, because we're never. I mean, like we very very seldom have this conversation with something that isn't a planeswalker at least in a standard set yeah it's a fair like, way to when's look the last at time it? a standard card got banned in like modern probably jace and uh well those were pre-banned i guess no they were definitely like st- like i mean like a card that was in the current standard that's actually a really good question i don't know but i'm yeah, just talking about like a standard set card treasure cruise yeah and it was time yeah treasure cruise and day through time right I believe so. That's probably the most recent. Yeah. If not the only ones. But like every conversation seems like between that, every conversation about cards that need to be banned in the modern format are usually focused around Planeswalkers. Like there was a lot of chatter about wanting people, about people wanting to ban uh, Karn, four mana Karn, when he came out. Um, people are still bickering about Nissa, which I mean, whatever. And then people are definitely on the ban Noko train. See, I don't think it's bannable in modern. Well, it could be also that we just have a critical mass of planeswalkers now. Like, we've been getting so, so many that eventually at some point they're going to be broken. But I think just inherently the design of a planeswalker is just so, so, so good. Yeah, look at the original planeswalkers and then look at, like, War of the Spark. Oh, you're talking about, like, Jace Blarin. Yeah. A Johnny Goldmane. Like, those cards are so bad. Well, I mean, just Blaine's actually fine. Like, he's okay. But look at the comparison of those. Yeah, just comparatively. Like, you wouldn't even... Like, if you held up a Jace Bolero next to an Oko, and you're like, both of these are three mana Planeswalkers, uh, which one do you want? At 10 times out of 10, everybody's picking Oko. Every well, this would have been... 
If those were printed in War of the Spark, that would have been Uncommon Planeswalker. Um, he, they would have to restructure them because none of the Uncommons have ultimates or like tick up abilities. They have but ultimates, but they even with that, even with the power level that they are, I think you are correct with that. Which is bananas. Yeah, like it's out of this world. I mean, that just shows like the power creep level of of Magic the Gathering, which is something that we've definitely talked about before. But yeah, yeah, cards are just getting better. But are they? But the cards are just getting so so fucking good, and it's just hard to keep up with that yeah for sure yeah like uh, like at least with the magic players hey again we've we've talked about this multiple times but everybody's like getting so much information so quickly and the format's getting solved and then everybody's just jumping on the fact that oh this, this is the best deck because this is the best card and now okay it's disgusting now i don't think that in any case where we have all the infinite information immediately that okay would be any worse or better in any case, like if this, if this was still the Stone Age um, or if this was like like just prehistoric times, like we would still be sending like we, we'd still be writing down on stone with a chisel uh, that Oko is is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, in between foraging for food, people would be complaining on bitching about Oko. Their scroll. Yeah, people would be writing scrolls to each other and sending it by Raven that uh, turns out Oko is still busted. Freaking cavemen even knew it. Yeah, those those sons of bitches. Wily Coyote, son of bitches. <laughs> yeah, th- so I mean, I don't even know where we're going with this. It's just like Oko's busted. Standards, it's going to get banned in standard. Um, it's good in, I think it's good in just about every other format. Yeah, arguably it's the weakest in legacy and vintage because there's better answers for it. Um, I think you're... it's actually absurd in vintage and I think it's very, very good in legacy. I Whoa. just don't think we have enough. We just don't have the data to back that up. I only say that because Vintage and Legacy have Pyroblast and REB to just say, okay, goodbye. But when Oko comes down, he's like already doing his damage. And people aren't playing, at least in Vintage or in Legacy. Mainboard, Pyro. You're just not seeing the Pyroblast. Yeah. Or the Red Elemental Blast. And even in Vintage, like... I mean, sure, if Oko becomes a dominant force, which, I mean, argue, there's an argument that it's it's going to start becoming more of a, a dominant force because of how it's performed at Eternal Weekend, but, like, you're just never going to see the people wanting just, like, 100% jam, like, multiple copies of that card in the main. It, it just to deal with Oko. Yeah. No, I agree. I would agree with you for once. Hey, look at that. We finally... This is this is the... Found the common this is the topic. Episode. This is yeah. We finally found the, we finally got to the episode. What like twenty six episodes in? Twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. I don't actually know. Somewhere in the ballpark. Yeah, twenty six. This is twenty six. <laughs> Nailed it. We can count. Uh, twenty six episodes in. We finally found a point where Matt uh, full heartedly agrees with me. So this will be uh, our last episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to disagree with you just for salt. No, that's kind of our that's kind of our thing. We just bounce back and forth on each other. We never agree with anything, so there's always a conversation. Fair. I can dig it. So now that we've agreed on something, we have to end it. We have to cut it off. Cut off the Hydra in its head. Then two more grow back, bitch. That's right. We're back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Oh, well, something I wanted to talk about before we like move into anything else, which I wanted to talk about at the beginning of the episode, but we got super sidetracked. But uh, I don't know if you got the opportunity because I know you had a busy week, um, but I didn't because I sat at my computer and uh, looked at jobs online and then also um, did essentially nothing else. <laughs> Uh, but our friends over at If Lance Could Kill 
released an episode after like an almost a year hiatus. It's about fucking time, you nerds. Yeah, and it is a very good one. It is super funny. I didn't get a chance to. Yeah, uh... it's it's vulgar. Um, it's it's definitely got a lot going on. Like the first like hour of it is just them BSing about just like things that have happened in their lives. Um, and we get some shout outs in the beginning, in like the very beginning. Um, they're like backhanded compliments almost, but <laughs> I'll take whatever we can get. Yeah, I have to listen to it. I haven't had yeah, a chance super good. yet. So everybody out there, um, if you enjoy what we're doing, uh, go check out If Lance Could Kill, because they are, they're great. They're phenomenal. And you might recognize one of the guys as Corey, uh, our, our, our pseudo third member of our, of our podcast. Yeah, he's uh, been on here more than anyone else except us. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's, our, he's our third guy. I tweeted out the link to if you if you go to our Twitter at, at factor underscore shock, um, you can find the link to their podcast. I tweeted it out. So just like scroll down a couple and you'll find it pretty good stuff. And the best part was the beginning, how our beginning is like the static and then a song and then static and the song. They did that at the beginning of theirs, except for they did the three songs and then moved into their actual intro. It was so good. That's funny. I was like, these motherfuckers trying to bite huh? our style copycat and motherfucker i dm'd uh cory right after i was like love the intro dude <laughs> what'd he say he's like yeah i just had to had to pay homage uh to the to the podcast that he it kept him warm while uh while his other podcast was was laying dormant yeah he was i'm pretty sure he was a little bummed that they didn't they were dormant for that long well he's still gonna come back here i'm gonna for even if they're they're back on the fucking map he can't forget about his his mistress that's not how mistresses work. You can't just forget about them. Mistresses exactly. need love too. That's exactly how mistresses work. No, yeah, that's not no. That's not how we were gonna work. We're special, damn it. <laughs> oh shit. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. <laughs> well, you don't have to be a part of it after we do this game that we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. How about that for a transition? You're uh you're up this week. Oh my god, I am. I honestly forgot about it. I'm glad that you remember because I was just about to ask you who's who's doing yeah, I lost last week, and uh, did I lose last week? Yeah. Yeah, because last week was our last, or was our first one out of Eternal Weekend. Yes. Yes, the one that was at Eternal Weekend had a bunch of uh, curveballs thrown it in it in its way, and it was that was an episode for sure. Also, it was. Turns out that fucking Kev is way better at this game than I am. Oh my god, Kevin is wild, absolutely out of this world. Of this. Quite ridiculous. Like if you guys you think out there I'm good, don't know what game we're talking about that Kevin's really good at and Matt is also good at and uh, I'm really bad at. Um, it is accumulated knowledge. So every week we play a game at the end of the episode where one of us jumps on the Scryfall website, hits the random card button, and a random card is generated. Uh, that person asks the other the name of the card. The other person has to come up with the mana cost. And if you get the mana cost right, you win. If you get it wrong, you lose. I have to get three out of five. And I also get, what do I get? Three hints? Is that what we decided? Yes, you get three because four is too easy. Yes, we've only do. I mean, we've only been doing this for 26 episodes, but we're still we're still just kind of just blindly feeling our way through it. Yeah, we make up the rules as we go. Yeah, that seems to be a reoccurring trend. So, All right, well, if you're ready. Are you friggin' I, ready? I am so ready. I've never been more ready. The first one is Verdant Rebirth. Oh, boy. What sets it from? Oh, boy. 
Oh, I know this card. There's like a combo with it. No, is it? Oh, what is it? What is it? There's definitely a combo with this card. I think it's a rare. Because you know what I think it does? No. What does it do? I know there's like a shitty modern combo when this card came out. It came out in like a recent set. Like I want to say like Shadows Over Innistrad or like maybe like Kaladesh or something like that. What's the card do? Because I feel like I know this card. You're going to use one of your hints? Yeah, I'm using a hint. Until end of turn, target creature gains. When this creature dies, return it to its owner's hand. Draw a card. Oh, I th- there is a combo with that. I can't remember what it is, but it was like some shitty like uh, like against the odds style thing from forever ago. Oh my god, what sets it from? I can't remember what it was. It's like a gr- it's a green card for sure. Would you like another hint? No, it's definitely a green card. I think it's from like that era. Maybe Shadows of Ranistrad is too late. Maybe it's like, I don't know. I need an answer here, bub. Oh, boy. It's like, I think it's it's definitely green. I think it's like one in the green. Is that your final answer? Yeah, we're going to go with that. It is a one in the green. Oh, my God. I see. Like, I know that there's something you could do with this card. There's like some shenanigans you can do with it. I think you're thinking of Pattern of Rebirth. Am I? Unchained no, creatures. there was like a standard thing that you could do with this. Because it was like, you like sack a creature with this. And like, you like, get, like, I can't remember exactly what it does. No, it was a modern thing, because, like, you... It was probably with that one black enchantment. No clue what you're speaking of. The one black you... enchantment that makes things cost less? Oh, um, Heartless Summoning. Heartless Summoning, yeah. Like, I've seen, like, some weird deck with this card. Oh, no, but you got it. I thought you were thinking what of Pattern of from? Rebirth. Ixalan. Oh. So, like, was Ixalan right after Kaladesh? Yes. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, I was unaware of that combo. I don't play shitty combos. I mean, I probably should have just known that from Limited, right? I played an assload of that Limited. Yeah, it's pretty good Limited. Yeah, that card's okay in Limited. So, your next one, you ready? Yes. Is Jessica, Warrior Adept. Jessica? Warrior Jessica, Adept. Jessica, Warrior Adept. Um, it seems like, that, that seems like that would be like a Mardu or like Jeskai card from Concept Arc here. Just because of Warrior it? Adept. Would you like another hint, sir? No, I don't think, because I think this is actually probably like, it's probably like a commander card, honestly. Jessica Warrior. I'm Actually, I feel stupid about this one, because I have no idea what this is. It does feel like Mardui, though. But, like, the adept part makes me think there's blue in it. I'm going to say one in Jess. No, two in Jeskai. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. You are super. Yeah, that seems about right. So this is from Judgment. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it is two red red. Creature Barbarian Legend, which is now Legendary Creature Human Barbarian Warrior. Sure. First Strike Haste, 3-1. You can tap it, deals one damage to any target. Oh, that card is awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Judgment oh, that card horrible is so sign. bad. It's a legendary that does nothing. Yep. That's so bad. First Strike Haste. Oh, great. Awesome. That's what we needed. <laughs> that one is not an easy one. No, certainly not. Okay, let's let's try something a little bit better. All right, this one is Heartless Hide Skew. Hide Skew. So it's Heartless H I D E T S U G U. Oh God, I don't even think you telling me that is gonna help me. Should very clearly limit the set. Sure. So it's like Kamigawa block. I'll like, give you a free hint. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely Kamigawa block. Sure, just because of that name. Because like if it ends with you probably it's from Kamigawa. <laughs> like just as a general rule of thumb. Uh 
besides that, I mean, Heartless, sure, that seems like black or red. Um, let's go Heartless, Hidusku. How do you pronounce What? what? <laughs> I have no clue how to pronounce it. It's Hyde, T-S-G-U. T-S-U-G-U. Tootsku. Tootsku. Uh, we're going to go uh, one red, black. So your final answer. Sure. Nope. It is three red, red. What does this pile of garbage even do? Four, three legendary creature, ogre shaman. Yeah, I would have never gotten that in a million years. It deals to each player damage equal, or so you tap it, deals to each player damage equal to half that player's life total rounded down. Oh, boy. That's a spicy meatball. Oh, that actually, that card seems sweet in like Commander or something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only place it's played. Yeah, that seems like super second Commander. That's probably something from, that I actually looked at for my, like, my Mono Red Chaos deck that I have online. But I just probably. was just like, eh, no thanks, that doesn't seem great. Betrayers of Kamigawa. Yeah, yeah, it seems like a Kamigawa card. So I have to win out. Yes. Fine, bring it on, let's do this. All right, you ready? Yes. Coma Veil. Coma Veil. Oh, boy. I mean, I, can, I have how many hints? Two hints left? Two hints left. Ooh, what should I use? Uh... I guess just tell me, like, try to tell me, tell me what the card does. What does the card do? So, enchant artifact or creature. Okay. Enchanted permanent doesn't untap during its controller's untap step. Oh. So it's like a claustrophobia kind of deal. Oh, boy. But it also enchants an artifact instead of just creature? Fuck, what do I, what is this? This is a hard one. Oh, geez. Um, I don't know. This one is a hard one. Well, like, claustrophobia is one blue blue. But like, and a lot of the abilities like this have been, like, three mana. I don't know, let's go, let's go, instead of three mana, let's go four mana. Let's go three and a blue. Instead of doing the double blue thing. So your final answer? Yeah, because I feel like it was claustrophobia. It was just exactly claustrophobia. I would have seen this card. But it's not exactly claustrophobia, so. We're going to go. incorrect. It's not three and a blue. What is it? Four and a blue. Oh my god, what set is this from? Like Odyssey Shards. or something? That is such an awful cost for that card. Shards of Alara. That's not even that old. Why no. would you why? Pretty terrible. Oh god damn it. Well, can I get a moral victory one then? Come on, give me something decent. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on, what is it? Do you know how many talk I'm gonna what card has been on here more than any other card? Basic Mountain? No. Jason Mind Sculptor? Nope. Kiki Jiki? Kiki Jiki. No way! Is it Kiki again? <laughs> it's Kiki Jiki again. Hey, this is something that I know. It's too red, red, red. This yeah, this is like the third time this one has come up. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, that's my card. I like Kiki Jiki a lot. The fact that like you've asked you've asked me that twice, I'm happy with that. I've never gotten this card. Yeah, I love Kiki Jiki. Big fan. A little Tutu Gobbo boy that taps and makes a copy of a guy. Tutu Gobbo boy. Yeah, I like me some Kiki Jiki. Big Jesus fan. Christ, what is going on with Kiki Jiki? I'm actually a okay with that. It's a fucking bug. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and keep exploiting that bug from Scryfall until they fix it. Because I love me some Kiki Jiki. Me too. Cool. So I what? I went two and three. I, that was a moral victory. And the fact that it was Kiki Jiki is even more of a moral victory to me. That is a pretty decent moral victory. I will take the shit out of that one. Here's a bonus one. Okay, sure. I'll take a bonus one. Hidden Path. Hidden Path? Is that a land? No. Oh, You're boy. never going to get this one. What is it, like a green and two or something like that? Nope. It is two, green, 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 
for an enchantment that gives all green creatures forest walk. Oh, Jesus. Two two and four green? <laughs> yeah. What is going on? <laughs> it's the dark. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Those were the dark ages indeed. That is oh, not okay, Magic card. <laughs> no, it's terrible. That's great. Gotta love that. All right, sir. So, I don't Yeah, you get shout the shout-out, bud. So, my shout-out for you sucking and losing is actually one of our teammates in the Community Cup. Hey! They, they are... MTG and me. You can find them on Twitter at MTG A N D M E. MTG and me. Yeah, that spells it out. Yeah. yeah. Master of spelling turns out. Did it. I was I was reading the interwebs. <laughs> Don't give me too much credit. Proud of you. Yeah, they're great though. Um yeah, they're, they're on their team, so teammate. they're they're also they're already they're on the winning team already. Um, actually not so far because I am 0-2 right now in this round, but in this round, you suck. That's fine. Do better. Okay. I, I listen, I'm gonna finish it out two and two. We're gonna go ahead and, and redeem ourselves for the two past losses that were very, very bad. <laughs> yeah, they they do a lot of online stuff, like uh, what's it called, the arena. Yes, they have done some on arena stuff. You can also find them on YouTube at MTG and Me. Um, they have some solid content on there, and I've I've been checking it out. Uh, definitely dig it. And definitely happy to have them as uh, one of our teammates. They've been a great teammate so far. Um, and they have done, like, a good amount. They they covered their uh, their portion of last round's Community Cup. So you can go ahead and go on and see their kind of take from that end of the thing. So, uh, yeah, go check it, go check them out. Yeah, go give, them a, go give them a follow. Watch some of their content. Hell yeah, what more do you have to do? Yeah, right. Nerds? <laughs> Your nerds, go buy all your Veil of Summer. Yeah, go buy Veil of Summer. No, and then wait, wait a week and go buy Oko's, and then it'll get banned in all the formats, and you'll be fine. Yeah, a great I mean, investment. We're again the MTG Finance. Hey, someone has to fucking do it. <laughs> it might as well. It might as well be yes. us. Yes. Amen. All right, dude. Well, uh, if if people want to go to uh, Twitter.com and check out uh, what we have to offer, where do you think they can go? MySpace. <laughs> No, dude, they go to fetch underscore shock on Twitter. And that is where you can find everything that has to do with the fetch and shock podcast and anything auxiliary to that. You can also follow me, Tyler, at basic land bin, and you can follow Matt at it's Bob. So go Couldn't do be that. be more simple. And also go buy your Ocos. Um, if you're going to go do that, first of all, wait a week. Second of all, do it at Flipside Gaming. Yeah, once that week is up, go to flipsidegaming.com and buy them. Yeah, buy and you can use... If you use good fetch at checkout, I'm, we're saving you money. You're welcome. I'm mean, giving back to the community, Matt. We're philanthropists. Yeah, I try to be, man. No, we are. It's not even a trying thing. We just did it. We <laughs> fucking did it. Amen. Well, dude, um, hopefully next week uh, we can talk about something that isn't okay. No. We will no longer be 3-3-Ls. We will be freed from our chains. We'll be real boys again. We'll get plus 2 plus 0 for a strike and trample. Ooh. I love that reference. Well done. I tried my best. You did a great job. All right, nerds. Well, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, fucking peace. Fucking peace out.